and Easter. What about Easter? Would it skip a year? Could Easter somehow disappear? We're talking the Berenstain Bears Easter surprise. Hit it. was 1981. Martial law was declared in Poland. The first London marathon was held and the inquisitive little brother bear was anxiously awaiting his Easter surprise. I'm your host, Jerry D with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the eighties, toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the eighties, we got it covered. Now, before I introduce my guest, it's time for the eighties word of the day. This comes from the dictionary of 1980 slang by Rick Carlisle. Today's word is dino. It's an adjective. It means cool, great, high energy, explosively and excitingly awesome. Abbreviation of dynamite. For example, I'll tell you one thing. Unless your project is dino supreme, you both get Ds from My Science Project 1985. Make sure you use it all the time. Now, joining me is a totally rad Christmas all-star. You'll know him from the holidays unknown. It's Jason Rhodes. Jason, what's happening? Not a whole lot. How are you doing, Jerry? <laughs> I'm doing okay, man. I'm doing all right. I'm on my vacation, so I can't complain. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to head back to bear country today. Me too. Me too. So this is one that I didn't really remember except bits and pieces of. I remembered the book, I think, more than I actually remembered the special. So I'm glad that you had mentioned it the last time we recorded on on the Berenstain Bears Christmas tree. And yeah. so I'd like, you know, just jotted it down and I went and sure enough, it was very similar to uh, the book that I read to my daughter when my son was about to be born. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I think if it's like the other specials, I think the the TV special came out first and then they right. wrote the book afterwards, um, which they've, I mean, there's tons of Easter books from Berenstain Bears, just like any other topic, but uh, right. it led to a lot of other stuff. But I was kind of like you. I didn't really know about this special until just recent past. Uh, I always knew about the Christmas special and and just kind of stumbled mm-hmm. upon this one. And and I'm really glad I did. I mean, there were a bunch of them that I came across whenever I started digging into it. Yeah, there was, a, I think, five specials and then yeah. the series. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I remember the series more than I do the specials because <laughs> Me too. It, and I might've mentioned this before with the, the Christmas episode, but my mom used to sell Avon and I'm almost certain that you could buy the Berenstain Bears uh, VHS tapes from Avon catalogs. So mom would get those <laughs> for me and I've got, I still have all of them in a closet somewhere, but I definitely remember the series way more than I do the specials. Yeah, same same here. Uh, not the Avon part, the series part. <laughs> uh, no, my mom. Uh, she she did do uh, what was it? Interior, home interior. She home did interior. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but not Avon. Uh, I think she did have a friend that was an Avon saleswoman. Yep. 
but no, my mom didn't. But yeah, same thing. I, I remember the series. Uh, I They were, you know, based on some of the, the books. I didn't really remember anything except for the Berenstain Bears Christmas tree. And sure enough, as soon as you mentioned it, I went and looked it, looked it up and I saw it on YouTube. And of course, you can find this on YouTube, but I just remembered bits and pieces of it. And so I'd like I remember the animation more than I actually remembered the story. You know, like when uh, Papa has the ears, the, the carrot ears, right. yeah. <laughs> which we'll get into in a bit. But like I remembered that part. I remembered uh, Boss Bunny's fancy machines mm-hmm. that and I remember Brother Bear jumping up and down with the you know, the rabbit, with, with but that's rabbit, like really yeah. it. I didn't really remember anything else except, except for the book, Yep. which, which is, you know, uh, it's a great book. And especially if you have a little one and a little one on the way. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep. It's perfect for that. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. So just a quick recap, uh, because I don't want to get too far into it because we know, um, you know, we've already done it in our, in our Christmas episode, but Berenstain bears were created by Stan and Jan Berenstain. The very first one was published in 1962. It was uh, The Big Honey Hunt. And a large part of that, uh, Dr. Seuss was responsible for, for getting it published, which yep. was pretty awesome. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then they were actually going to change up and they were going to publish about different animals. They are going to write different books. But the Berenstain Bears did so well that they decided to stick with that line and just really develop it. I guess he like really pushed them though, as, as they were trying to come up with things, he kept saying, okay, well, you know, what kind of a uh, pipe tobacco does Dr. S- I mean, does a, a Papa bear, you know, use yeah. and, you know, really like trying to get into the nitty gritty of their characters and, and making them like real characters, which that's crazy. I'd never would have thought of anything like that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And I, I think we talked about it the first time. Um, I, I think Dr. Seuss even kind of, pushed them away from doing bear characters to, to start out. And uh, cause he said there were so many, there was Yogi bear and the Chicago bears and all of that. <laughs> and th- thank goodness they stuck with it. I mean, I mean, it became what I remember these books more than I do any, any other book from childhood. Oh for, yeah, definitely. And it's funny you mentioned that because uh, a lot of critics didn't, they just didn't like them. Um, yeah. They just thought they were like overly saccharine. They were more preachy than anything else, which as a kid, I didn't find at all. And and even as an, an adult, Either. I really don't see it. No, but a lot of critics did. It's so weird. And one in particular, and I, I, uh, I, I forgot where I read it, but he was saying that um, he has to put up with it like all the time because his four-year-old son wants him to read it to him every night he loves the books <laughs> it's it's like well hey then you know just don't read it as a critic read it as just for fun and you'll yeah, see right. that they really are pretty cool yep so yeah it was the berenstain bears christmas tree and then it was uh the berenstain bears meet big paw right that was the second one and then that's the, right yep that's the thanksgiving special the thanksgiving one yeah we'll have to cover that yep. too yeah, yeah that'll be fun uh, and then it was this one, the Berenstain Bears Easter Surprise. This was from 1981. It was uh, April 14th, 1981. And uh, it starred pretty much the same cast. So Ron McClarty came back as Papa Bear, Bob McFadden as Boss Bunny, Noel Johnson as Brother Bear. But uh, so I, I don't, you know, I don't really like to go into like a, a deep dive into the cast and crew and stuff like that, because there are other podcasts out there that do it better than I do. But I do want to mention a few things. Bob McFadden, who plays Boss Bunny, I know him more or most from Thundercats. He was the voice of uh, Snarf 
All in a day's work, Tigress. I didn't know that, but now that you now that you say that, I can hear it. You can hear it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he also uh, he did a whole bunch of stuff with Rankin Bass. So there's another Christmas con- uh, connection there. But um, yeah, he was like in the wacky world of Mother Goose, which is like some of their early stuff. The enchanted world of Danny Kay. He was actually Jingle, the elf in The Year Without a Santa Claus. So those two elves, Jingle oh. and Jangle, that are like the head yep. elves. He was Jingle. I was afraid you'd say that. Uh, he was Chugs the Train in The Easter Bunny is Coming to Town. How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do? And then he f- did a few additional voices and other things like Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July, Pinocchio's Christmas. He was Tingler, the sound imp in um, The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, that real trippy, really pagan yeah. Christmas one. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. But uh, yeah, I knew him most from Thundercats. He did uh, Groon the Destroyer and Slythe and, and Snarf. So, uh, And then he was, because again, he stuck with Rankin Bass. In Silverhawks, he was a Commander Stargazer and Steel Will. So this guy has done like a lot of Rankin Bass stuff, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a pretty good resume. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and then Ron McClarty, who is a uh, Papa Bear. And he is, of course, most famous for Papa Bear. However, he was also wrote a bunch of plays and novels. And it was actually uh, thanks to Stephen King, I believe, that he got his first novel published because uh, he did voiceover work. And so he recorded one of his audio novels and Stephen King heard it and thought it was amazing. He wrote like this article about how it was like the best novel you've never read because it was never published anywhere. So immediately after that, it was like a New York Times bestseller was published. And I mean, uh, so really it was it was all because of Stephen King that, that this guy, uh, anybody's read any of his stuff. It seems yeah. like he's most known for this, really, and the and the series. Although um, I also recall him vaguely because I didn't watch it a lot. My parents didn't watch it a lot, but uh, he was um, Sergeant Belson in Spencer for Hire. Well, I figured I can count on you, Spencer. <laughs> okay. But other than that, I mean, I don't. Did he continue really to? Much. I didn't pick it up in my research, but did he continue to voice Papa Bear into the actual series? Uh, I believe he did actually. Yeah, it was um, from 80 was 85 to 87, I think. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, not too not too shabby there. <laughs> nope. But that's where I kind of knew him from. And then uh, I didn't really I mean, those are really the only two that kind of stuck out to me. So uh, I didn't yeah. really get into uh, Lynn there. But yeah, this was a I mean, it was a, a, a pretty good cast, I got to say. And the music was done by Elliot Lawrence, who um, started off as a jazz pianist. Eventually, he moved over to Broadway. He he won or he won some Tonys, and then he like was the director for the orchestra for like a ton of Tony Award ceremonies. Uh, I mean, this guy was was really into it, and then he kind of became like the guy that you would hire for TV. So yeah. uh, one thing that I did notice is that he incorporated some of the various themes. Uh, musical themes into this piece as well so it's like you can hear some of the music from berenstain bears christmas tree in this which i thought was super cool i I love the continuity like when they do stuff like that yep me too yeah and the music in this is i mean it's really good i do like it yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, (laughs) i love maury laws from rankin bass i like his style but i think i like some of these songs better yeah (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But I guess we can just go ahead and jump right into it here. So 
It sounds good. If you want to nutshell it, it's kind of really the story of how Sister Bear was born. Uh, and it all happens over like a stuck winter. <laughs> yep. That's which is a, yep. a weird, strange concept. So in this universe, winter doesn't start or spring doesn't start until Boss Bunny, who's like the Easter bunny of, of Bear Country, he doesn't start until he wiggles his ears, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the sign yeah. of spring. Yeah, he's kind of the the groundhog of of bear country, I guess. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or uh from Storm from the X-Men, you know, like he, <laughs> <laughs> he just controls the weather. I don't know. The primal forces of nature continue to be unleashed. But yeah, it like it just it doesn't start until he actually does his thing. So um that's a it's a cool concept. Um, but it starts off. Okay, so uh, it starts off where like the family's getting ready to go for a picnic outside. They start you know, walking down the stairs and going. And all of a sudden, uh, the narrator, who's doing this in rhyming couplets, which was kind of uh, like the Berenstain, or, uh, the Berenstain's way of, of writing for like younger readers. So it was part of their like young readers line. They, w- they would use a rhyming, yeah. which I think is brilliant. I mean, anything to help readers, you know, get the flow and feel of. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm almost certain their their first book was was done exactly that way. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I want to say you're right. And so they 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 narrated, and same thing with the uh, the Christmas tree one. You know, it, yeah. it's it seemed to become like a hallmark of their of their style. So the the narrator who's telling us that um, hold on, we got to go back. You know, there was that one time where winter got stuck, but let's go back first. So it's like a big flashback, I guess, essentially. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. (laughs) Yeah. They start, you know, he's starting out talking about how, how great spring is the transition of the seasons and, and um, you know, everything's coming to life and this and that. And then, like you say, he's like, well, hold on a second. There was that one time that it didn't quite happen that way. So we start at the beginning of that. And then the rest of the, this special was just telling that story. Right, right. So it's almost like a frame, like a frame narrative or something. Yeah. So uh, essentially, it's when Sister Bear wasn't born. It's just brother, mama, and papa, and his name's not not even Brother Bear. It's Small Bear at this yeah. point. So essentially, and it's beautiful. It's like it's really almost like a fall and winter special more than Easter. Just yeah, it is. <laughs> like the first half is all really focused on that fall and winter, and so. The colors you see all like the vibrant orange and yellows and reds. I mean, it's it's cool colors. I, I like really like what they did there. Yeah, and I I kind of like too with the like when they went back into time. Um, you know, everybody kind of talks about the treehouse and how big it is and everything. And even the treehouse <laughs> yeah. when they went back, they made it kind of smaller and smaller, yeah, I think yeah. they even mentioned that it wasn't so grand. And they I did, thought that yeah. was kind of a neat touch. <laughs> Which is funny because if they live in it, is it still yeah. like alive? Does it still? I guess it still grows. It must yeah. be. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or it's uh, like a TARDIS in there or something. You know, Doctor yeah. Who. And it's like <laughs> Hermione's bag. You know, or Mary Poppins. There's just yeah. Well, it has to be a little space. bit of that too. But <laughs> um, but Brother Bear is like super young and inquisitive, asking all sorts of questions he just you know he wants to know about things and so he goes to papa to ask some of these questions and (laughs) his first question which papa doesn't let him 
like get it out you know he just keeps saying all right well we'll spit it out son come on keep going but every time he's about to ask it he interrupts him again (laughs) and uh so his first question is well why are you standing on a branch that you're sawing and (laughs) because he has to go take a lunch to uh to papa you know mama sends him out yep he Um, was out uh chopping wood chopping wood yep yep and so he anyway he falls down but he starts asking him all sorts of like deep questions, like, you know, how deep is the the middle of the river and, you know, things like that. And Papa has like zero answers for him, even though he tells him, hey, I know I know all sorts of things. Yeah. yeah he pretty much tells him he knows he knows everything. And, you know, we get our first song of the special, you know, through this yeah. scene. And, and it's a really good song. But you're right. Every time he, he asks him some questions and they're very difficult questions. Most of the time he said, Papa's like, well, uh, you, you know, I've got to answer harder questions than that. that yeah, yeah those questions are too easy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good tactic. I'm going to start using that when my kids. Me too. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're uh, you like know, that me. Questions? With the young ones, you, you're constantly getting questions, especially oh, out of yeah. a three-year-old. It's nothing but a question. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just questions all the time. So uh, I, I need to start using that. You know, that question is just too easy. Ask me something harder. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we see that, you know, fall starts to turn into winter and Brother Bear is just starting to feel real lonely. He doesn't really have anyone to play with. Um, I mean, he has a yeah. couple of friends. There's a, the bunny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he had like the, the bunny and, the and there was a frog and a, frog, a firefly, yeah. I think. And, oh, yeah. Uh, there was, lightning yeah. Bug. But the, of course, the frog and the lightning bug when winter came, they were gone. They were in hibernation or, or whatever they do. And all right. he had left was, was, uh, was the bunny. And all <laughs> yeah. he wanted to do was hop. And, and brother couldn't keep up with his hopping. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny. Cause they start, you know, the two are like hopping side by side and, uh, it looks like they're actually in sync. It's like, Hey, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you're having fun playing. And then all of a sudden, uh, the bunny like double times his hobby yeah. and he brother just you know face plants and poor brother yeah i yeah. i could feel brother's pain but i i had an older sibling i had an older sister but uh where we grew up it just um there weren't many uh kids my age around so it got pretty boring and pretty lonely sometimes <laughs> just oh no on top of just her being older, you know, she was my sister. So we didn't have a lot in common, but we did a lot of stuff together, right. but still I could relate to brother with that, with that situation. <laughs> oh man. That's kind of a bummer though. Uh, Cause I, I was like right smack dab in the middle of like a big neighborhood. So yeah. I had, you know, just walked down the street and there was a bunch of friends that were in my same class. So yep. uh, I was pretty lucky that way. And of course it was back in the eighties when like we could just get on our bikes and ride wherever, you know, <laughs> we went to the canal a couple of times. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we, <laughs> we, we would never let our kids do it now, but uh, you know, yeah. Back then who cares? It was fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just be back when the porch light comes on. That's right. Be back before dinner. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. So poor brother, he's kind of alone. And, uh, but Papa and Mama are start. They start to tell him, you know, hey, well, you know, don't worry, Easter's coming. You know, yeah, I know it's a long winter, but spring will be here, and then Easter. And brother asks, well, what's Easter? And Papa starts just going on and on about how awesome Easter is, and it's yeah, it's the candy and the chocolates and the, you know all sorts of things. And Easter is. 
delicious tastes, yummy smells, coconut eggs with chocolate shells, colored eggs and paper grass, treats for every lad and lass, rainbow colored jelly beans, reds and yellows, pinks and greens, sweets and treats of every kind, there's no telling what you may find, molasses, mocha, treacle, honey, and best of all, the Easter Bunny! Yeah, his typical Papa Bear fashion. Exactly, just like he did with the tree. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Now, I've got to give him a little bit of credit this time. He doesn't get in a whole bunch of trouble because of his, because of his obsession over candy and the, the non-important things of the holiday, but uh, uh, he still focuses on that stuff. <laughs> yeah, just a little too much. And I came to realize, I think if I had a spirit animal, I think Papa Bear would probably be my spirit animal <laughs> i don't follow through with everything but i get awful excited about the non-important stuff too but i do yeah. remember other things as well but i can relate to papa bear that's for sure <laughs> nice <laughs> well we definitely relate to all the be- the questions being asked that's for sure yeah. uh but so mama kind of i mean she doesn't get after him not like she does in other specials um but you know she kind of reminds him hey hey it's not just about that stuff there's uh the spring and new beginnings and you know and this is when she kind of mentions you're also going to have an easter surprise and brother bear starts thinking oh i wonder what it's going to be and and, an egg what does he say like a giant egg in a tin or something like that (laughs) and then he talks about the marshmallow chicks so he's He's talking about peeps, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So it's canon that uh, the Bernstein Bears have peeps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Brother Bear also notices that while he's talking to Mama, he falls off her lap. Her lap seems to be getting smaller. Yep, it disappeared. Yeah, it's just starting to disappear. And so it could be because, you know, maybe Mama's getting, you know, uh, maybe Brother's getting bigger. Yeah. So he he even asks, which I <laughs> I'm dreading this question, you know, like like where you know what happened to your lap and uh, and Papa Bear just gives a he gives her a look like he he. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, which again will be exactly what I do if that question ever comes up. That's right. Yeah. And then when he finally does say, you know, how, you know, where do you know, where does essentially where does a baby come from? He's like, uh, go ask your mother. Uh, that's a question for your mother. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert that comes later on. Uh, but anyway, so. <laughs> so Papa kind of changes the subject. He's like, hey, you know, it's almost springtime. Let's go and see uh, Boss Bunny. So they go to Boss Bunny and there's like a big crowd gathered around his his place and they notice that he's got a sign that says, I quit. Yep. And everybody's wondering. And then they start to like spread rumors around. They yeah. just start gossiping <laughs> like hardcore rumors. And, and I might bring a part of this back later on in the episode, but uh, me too. Yeah, I couldn't believe some of the things that they, <laughs> that they talked about. <laughs> Same I kind of thought, thought, well, no wonder he doesn't want to bring spring and Easter, if, you know. Maybe he's having some problems and uh, you're out here bashing him. And uh, they mentioned alcoholism and everything. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's like some booze involved. <laughs> it's crazy. I hear he had a problem with fermented carrot juice. Outrageous. Disgraceful. Simply 
absolutely no excuse. Retired. Opted out. Hopped afraid. So they're all distraught. You can see the tears in brother's eyes. He's just, he's, you know, he's worried about Easter and now his Easter surprise because Papa got him like all hopped up on, you know, on Easter. He's so excited for it. He's ready. So he's like basically crushed when he finds out the boss Bunny's not going to perform his Easter duties this year. Yeah. So they go home and Papa kind of gets uh, this funny idea. And we get another song here. I think it was uh, the, uh, what is it? I'll be the Easter bunny. I think is what he says. I'll be the Easter bunny. I can do it. My dears. The first thing I'll need is slightly bigger ears. When some nice long whiskers, these broom straws will do. Fasten them in place. With bunny whisker glue. Something like that. And so he decides, this is where I actually think Papa is like pretty ingenious. You know, I, yeah. I know he's supposed to be like a carpenter, you know, as his trade, something like that. But I mean, he's almost like an inventor because he creates these machines or an engineer. He creates these machines to like yeah. help with the, the chocolates and, and painting eggs. And they actually yeah. work really well until he kind of like lands on it. Yeah. But, yeah. I was, I was pretty impressed with what he came up with. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I mean, he had conveyor belts, he had machines that would like paint everything, yeah. but he decides he's going to take over and be the Easter bunny. Uh, of course he doesn't have any kind of fake ears or bunny costume or anything. So he ends up getting two large carrots. And yep, tying, carrots them, for the ears. tying them with a headband, like around his head. <laughs> and I think he takes, um, uh, bristles from the broom for for the whiskers. Yes, uh, for yeah. rabbit whiskers. Yep, he sure does. <laughs> and he looks pretty convincing, you know, considering it's carrots and and uh, broom bristles. I mean, it doesn't look too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Brother Bear wouldn't be picky at all either way. <laughs> nope, that's right. And he gets yeah. Brother Bear right on board. I mean, I think by oh, the end totally, of the song, yeah. they're they're singing. Uh, if you want something done, you need have to do it yourself. You got to do it yourself. And, yeah, um, that's right. I mean, Brother Bear's right there on his shoulders and gung ho to get it done. And and it looks like I mean, he like I said, uh, he looks like he's actually doing okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, kind of like jams it up somehow, and it just it it doesn't work out. <laughs> and yep. Brother Bear's like, oh, maybe it wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Brother Bear decides. He's going to do it himself because if Papa can't do it, you know, somebody's got to do it. And so he meets, yep. you know, his, his rabbit friend that, uh, it was a bill, I think bill bunny. Yeah. Bill. Yep. And, uh, and so Bill's like, yeah, I know boss bunny. Don't, you know, Hey, it's cool. Let's go, let's go pay him a visit right now. And so he like sneaks him into his house through like secret doors and tunnels and stuff. Then Bill led brother through a secret trap door that no bear had ever entered before that led to a secret underground room yeah he tells him he's like uh boss bunny's my pop like well that's kind of something that i'd like to know a long time ago you know yeah exactly yeah why (laughs) do you you keep that a secret (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh and of course they meet like little the cats uh, the the large tabby uh, along the way and you know that kind of thing but they go to Boss Bunny, try to convince him, like, hey, it's been winter all this time. We're ready for spring. We need Easter. And Boss Bunny is just old and crotchety and grumpy. And he's just like, 
Uh, it's not for me anymore. That's a young man's game or a young yeah. rabbit's game, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And he complains about um, rabbit he, labor that it's expensive and, and uh, they, they want all these perks and stuff. And, and he, he, I don't think he ever mentions that people don't appreciate what he does. I mean, after all the basically protesters outside of his door complaining, <laughs> he never says a yeah. bad word about them. No, no, he's actually really good about it. I think the the biggest thing really is he just complains about some of his aches and pains and and yeah, his labor costs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And one thing I kind of liked about this this part of the special is you get a kind of a glimpse of the Easter Bunny's operation and yeah. I think this was, you know, one of the first times that I'd actually seen anything and that's something I don't even remember as a kid even wondering what his setup was, you know, you, you think about the North Pole with Santa and stuff, but I don't really remember trying to figure that out for the Easter Bunny. Hey, me neither. Yeah, I never did either. It it was just like, oh yeah, he just comes and brings your basket and hides eggs, yeah. and and that was really about it. You're right, but yeah. it, it was cool. He had like Papa's machines, but better quality and bigger, yeah. and I mean, it was just uh, like wow. He, they they yeah. lived in a huge place. Um, and later on, when his laborers, you know, his his workforce comes back, you'll you'll see that there's actually quite a lot of them as well. So yeah. his overhead must be, you know, huge. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they unionized. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe uh, so. <laughs> but yeah, so he's like, like, look, I got mixer's elbow and uh, you know, rheumatoid arthritis or whatever he says. And- the aggravation, not to mention aches and pains. Yeah. I've got arthritis, bursitis, mixer's elbow, sinusitis, I'm old and crabby, bent and stooped, I'm P-double-O-P-E-D, pooped. There's just all sorts of ailments, and he's like, and it's it's unseemly for a person of my age to to, to be doing all this stuff. <laughs> and brother is like really pushing, but what about Easter? What about spring? And this is where we get another song, and uh, yep. it's actually... Uh, it's actually a pretty good song. It's kind of catchy. I think it's the catchiest one out of the whole bit, you know? Yeah, I think so. Who cares about Easter? And spring is a bore. I'm fed up to hear. And I'm not gonna take it anymore. Not gonna take it anymore. He's really kind of really digging into it, of course. And Brother Bear has like this little counter melody where he starts listing the things that mama bear had told him earlier, you know, mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, new beginnings and sunshine and you know, rainbows and, uh, you know, Edelweiss and all that stuff. Um, so, but boss bunny is just completely unmoved. Nothing about it. He, he doesn't care. You know. Yeah. He's uh, just done. He's done. Exactly. And so he's goes to the front door to let them out. And as soon as uh, he sees like the sun, he yep. really <laughs> he gets into it. He's like, "Oh, Big wait time. a minute!" <laughs> and his ears start wiggling and twitching. Yep. Hold on now, now just a minute. Somehow that rainbow got through to Boss Bunny. The great spring rainbow's lovely light touched his heart and put things right. And at this moment, I realized exactly what was wrong. He was cooped up in that dark warehouse and he yep. was deficient with a vitamin D and was depressed. 
and <laughs> I just needed to hear all these people are thinking he's hitting the bottle and an alcoholic and can't perform his job. And really, he just needed somebody to come check just, on him. It's just, that's exactly right, guys. Depressed. Check on your friends. <laughs> Everybody needs, you know, someone to just to help them out every once in a while, make sure they're okay. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That's, that's exactly what happens. He was just cooped up. He needed some sun and fresh air. Yeah. Uh, but his ear starts twitching and immediately he, you know, it's like he's got sun fever or something. He, he like goes to to turn the, the switch and all his machines come on his entire workforce. I guess they, they hear it because they're immediately summoned. <laughs> they just start lining <laughs> up. Uh, you know, they just kind of magically appear. So it, it's pretty neat. And, and he gets everything done. Brother Bear is very excited because his Easter is finally going to turn out the way that, that Papa Bear was describing. Yep. So when uh, Bill and Brother are there and everything starts moving, we see like the, the chocolate bunnies going down conveyor belts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It just it looked really cool. And just you could uh, they drew it really well because you can see like the awe and the wonder in their face as like all the different candies and eggs and chocolates are like going yeah. by. Yeah. yeah, it was neat. And, you know, I felt that myself just watching the special because, you know, like I said, you don't get to see that that often. I've, there's been some interpretations of it since this special, but right. um, uh, it was pretty cool. I, I liked it. Yeah, I did, too. I was right there with them. So uh, Easter morning comes and they go out to, you know, to go see and Brother Bear finds, of course, his candy and his eggs and everything. But uh, Mama is like, yeah, yeah, that's the Easter Bunny brought that. No big deal. That's your Easter surprise over there. Come in here, please. There is something you must see. Jelly beans, a chocolate egg and bunny. It was all three. The Easter Bunny brought those, my dear. Your special surprise is over here. Brother, meet your new baby sister. What was in the basket was a baby. A little baby bear. Brother was so surprised, all he did was stare. So he goes to check it out. It's like a little crib or bassinet, I guess. It's a bassinet. Yeah. And uh, there's little sister bear. Super dug the way that uh, they just kind of drew him, you know, with his, his yeah. little hands <laughs> yeah. and his nose kind of sticking over it. Uh, because I remember my, I remember my, my four-year-old looking, you know, over the the side of the bassinet when you know my yep. my newborn was there. So that one really hit home for me because it just yep, was me like, too. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So uh, you know he it, and I think she even you know they can't really control themselves. She even like punches him in the nose and. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and then uh, she talks to him about, you know, the miracle of life. And then that's when, you know, he's like, hey, mama, you got your lap back. Your lap's back. <laughs> yeah, her lap and is back. I think that's the at the point where he asked Papa where babies come from. And that's uh, right. Yeah. Like, this, well, that's a question for your mother. That's a question for your mother. So she's about to, like, tell him, which, okay, yeah, fine. But yeah, that's when he, he like a little kid, you know, squirrel, uh, he just kind of, <laughs> he's like, hey, mama, you got your lap back. And she just like mugs to the camera like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's a it's a fun special. It's not long at all. You know, it's just a what, 22, 23 minutes. And there's yep. a lot of it that that is just backstory and setting up everything. You know, Papa's songs, the the whole fall, winter section. But I really dug the special. Yeah, I did too. 
And maybe it's, you know, you don't have a lot of Easter specials out there. I mean, there's, there's more than you realize once you dig into it, but right. um, not good quality ones like this. I mean, this one was really hard to beat. Yeah, I agree. I, I, as much as I love the Rankin Bass ones, I think this one is better than uh, for sure. The Easter yeah. Bunny is coming to town. I mean, that's uh, the Family Circus one. I, I barely remember, so I'll have to go back and watch it. But yeah, this one, yeah. I, I really dug this one too. I thought it was pretty great. Yeah. And not to yeah. take anything away from it, but as far as the Berenstain Bear specials go, um, I think this one's kind of third in line for me uh, behind the of course, the Christmas special is my favorite, but uh, yeah, same the here. big Paul, yeah. the big Paul special is really good too. So, I uh, I think this one comes in third behind those two for me. Okay, I actually haven't seen the big Paul one yet, uh, yeah. so I'm I'm excited to check it out. I, I will have to do a Thanksgiving episode. Uh, for yeah, it. we'll ride out the, the trifecta with it. That's right. Yeah, the big three because <laughs> I think they also have like a Valentine's one, and then the other one like there's baseball. A, yeah, there's Valentine's Day and a baseball one too. Yeah, and the baseball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember, I think the baseball one more than I remember the Valentine's. I I uh, remember the baseball one a lot. Um, I had it on VHS. Um, nice. But um, yeah. I think I saw it before I did even the Christmas special. Oh wow! Okay, nice. <laughs> Yeah, the Christmas special was the one that I think I remember most out of all of them. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, of course, uh, like I said, Elliot Lawrence did the music, but the lyrics to the songs were actually written by Stan Berenstain. So I, kinda, it, it, I thought that it had been. Yeah, yeah. They kind of had that same sing-songy quality, um, simplicity of writing, you know, straight to the point. But yeah. still, you can kind of see the picture that they're painting with it. Um. And then uh, this is like the only, or this is, excuse me, this is the first and only of the specials that uh, Sister Bear's voice actress does not appear. So, yeah. but that's because it's a flashback to before she was born. Right. But yep. yeah. So, yes, there was a book adaptation afterwards, as we talked about. And then uh, in 84, they released it on Laserdisc, yep. <laughs> Laserdisc, and 87 on VHS. So, 2002 was released on dvd and then 2008 it was released again but this time it was like a special edition with a few bonus episodes from the uh, the series yeah um yeah I, I liked it yeah and one of the dvd releases i think was um it was combined with the christmas special and mm-hmm. I, I need to do some digging into that i'd love to have a copy of that i know i mean it's, it's pretty accessible online but i always like to have a hard copy of of something when i can find it yeah me too and not always, but usually, even for something that's obscure, it uh, it's a little bit better quality uh, yeah. than what you find online as well. So, yeah, yeah same here. I I think I'm down to trying to find one of those and seeing if I can yeah. just purchase it real quick. Yep. eBay, here I come. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did see that they, um, as far as book, as far as books, um related to Easter and and maybe I missed a couple, it's very possible, but I found seven different books. Um, oh, eight, wow. if, if you count, they have like an activity book, um, but seven different actual storybooks. And uh, I mean, they range all over the place date wise. They, they put a bunch of them out and I, I have several of them and they're all really, really good. I think there's even one, the very first Easter it's called, and it's actually about, oh, yeah the the bible story you know 
that's the one that i i know we have yeah i know we have that one for sure yeah Mm -hmm. we have that one too and we've talked about this before if if you're trying to introduce your kids to some of the religious aspects of these holidays these are a great way to do it because it it still makes it fun it's still a a a kid story and and they can Mm -hmm. relate it to characters that they know so it's really awesome that they have these if if that's something that you want to do. Yeah, and especially since um after Stan passed away, then yeah. Jan and their son. Yeah, Mike. Is that his Mike? name? Yeah. Mike? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Jan and Mike really kind of took it more towards uh, the religious aspect. And then yep. after she passed away, then he, you know, he really stepped it up a little bit more. So yeah. uh while they've all kind of talked about it in their past, I mean, a lot of it was very much like geared towards good manners and and uh, yeah, you know, being proper and just being a good person, which I yeah. think is why I really liked him. Um, but yeah, lately, like the last uh, ten years, especially, it's it's been a little more towards the religious side. Uh, yeah. I know Hobby Lobby usually carries the books. Uh, the Christmas yeah. they have like three or four Christmas books during Christmas time. They have three or four of the Thanksgiving ones, you know, fall, and then yeah, same thing here with the uh, the Easter ones. Yeah, a lot of cool ones. Um, but what would you say would be your hap hap happiest memory or moment with the Berenstain Bears? Um, I would have to say it's a, a pretty recent uh, memory. Um, like I say, it wasn't that long ago that I found this special, and right. I hate to like I've, I've dug into this a few times, but showing it to my kids, especially this, we I just watched it with with them the other day, and my youngest one is he's going to be four in July. So he's really getting into these things. So uh, sitting there and watching it with them this year was really cool. Just, just watching his eyes light up and, um, you know, seeing the Easter bunny and all of that. He's really got a good grasp on all of that this year. So that was pretty cool to, to watch the boys watch it. That's super cool. And and mine's actually very similar um, for this special, especially we, uh, we watched it, couple of days ago and then we watched it again today and same thing it was watching it with the kids and just kind of seeing my three-year-old just you know her mouth wide open just kind of staring at it and especially when the easter bunny started doing all the chocolates and the conveyor belts and all that <laughs> stuff she really liked that part yeah but when brother bear cried i just i remember you know she just was like brother bear sad you know it's like yeah he is and so, uh, yeah, it was just, it was special watching it with them and just enjoying that time, you know, because yep. they're growing fast. And <laughs> Oh man, they are. That's for sure. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. These specials make it nice because the, the way TV is now, like whenever I was a kid, um, you didn't, we didn't have cartoons through the week or anything like that. Right. Just maybe one or two of an evening sometimes, but it was all Saturday. So anytime that you got a, a special that aired time time through the week that was something really cool and 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 special so i try to i don't think they'll ever feel that nostalgia about the specials like i do but right. i try to instill as much of it in them as i can because it's it's a cool feeling it is and and i know exactly what you mean it was like you know you'd look up at your tv guide or you know or whatever and and you'd find when it was going to show because yeah. if you missed it, you missed it, you know, that it. <laughs> that, that's it. So, <laughs> so it was like very exciting. Like, Oh, they're going to show this, this special yeah. here. I, I gotta, you know, I gotta make sure I'm, I'm there for it. And 
So yeah, it was definitely a different time. Now you click a button and you can watch just about anything. So yep. um, yeah, there is something that we kind of miss and and it's a shame, but uh, it, it I'm is. trying to do the yep. same thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now we come to my favorite part of the show, which is a little segment I like to call gag me with a spoon. So this is where we do our best impression of our least favorite part of the episode or special in this case. Um, and as a guest, I'll let you go first. All right. And I hope I don't steal yours from you. If um, you do, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, whenever uh, all the people outside of, of Boss Bunny's house and and they're trying to figure out what's going on and they start whispering to each other and spreading rumors. And one of the very first things that said, uh, there's a, a, a bear there and he whispers to a lady, he says, I heard he had a problem with fermented carrot juice. And from that point on, it just starts spreading like wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the one I was going to do. That was my least favorite part, too. It's just yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, but that's okay. I, just, I, I that's... got another one just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, I couldn't believe it. That's the first. This, this guy has brought the spring in for who knows how long. He, could, he brings yeah. you candy and baskets and and. All of a sudden, here's these signs in his yard saying that he quits and he's not going to do it anymore. And the first thing you go to is he he's a closet alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Just was my check thought on the too. guy. Like, like, dang, this guy. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's hard. You know, that's yeah. rough right there. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Um, so. Uh, I that also is my least favorite. So I'll go to a different part. Uh, this is when Papa is like talking all about the candies and he's got that crazed look in his eyes. He's uh, he says, let's see, where is it? Rainbow colored jelly beans, reds and yellows, pinks and greens. Uh, he's just like so excited about it. <laughs> like, OK, I get it, Papa. I get it. <laughs> oh, man, oh, yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. I don't blame him a bit. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, before we get to the last bit, I, I, it, you know, I, I was thinking about this. If you could actually like be in this special or like be a character or voice one of the characters, uh, who do you think you would be and, and why? I think I'd be, which I kind of talked about this a little bit ago. I think I'd be Papa Bear. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I share his excitement for this kind of stuff. Just the, all the fun that comes with these seasons and, and, and Easter, especially um, getting your Easter basket and all the candy and sweets. And, and he just loves the holidays so much and he yeah. cares about his family and he gets a little excited about things sometimes and he does things he shouldn't, but <laughs> he really does it to try to make things special for his kids and, and his family. So, right. and I feel like I try to do that. So if I was going to be anybody, it'd be Papa. That's awesome. Uh, I think if, I think I would want to take a crack at uh, boss bunny. I think it'd be fun <laughs> to play just grumpy <laughs> curmudgeon yeah. for a bit. I don't know if I could pull it off, but I'd try. I think it'd be, just be fun. You know, like, oh, who cares about be, Easter? That's kind of the opposite of you though. It I might know. be kind of tough. <laughs> <laughs> well i think that's what makes it fun i you know but right <laughs> yeah there's not a, a whole lot of characters in this one so i uh yeah yeah papa bear i think would be would be fun as well but uh yeah just to just to stretch my range a little bit maybe i'd try to the boss bunny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. But you know, uh, I gotta know. So GI Joe, they taught us that knowing is half the battle. What do you think the other half is? For this one, I think if knowing's half the battle, then the other half is making sure that you get plenty of sunlight in the wintertime <laughs> and vitamin D and just do not be cooped up in those winter months because it can lead to a dark depression. That's so, right. Yeah, yeah. Vitamin D is the key. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's better than mine. Uh, I just said, uh, you know, if knowing is half the battle, the other half is just having a set of bunny ears so you don't have to use carrots. You know, <laughs> tie them to your head. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, Jason, it's always fun talking with you, but you know, tell me, tell me about your projects coming up or, or what do you want to plug? Um, yeah, sure. Um, I have a Facebook page that's called holidays unknown. It's nothing, nothing fancy, nothing special. I just try to, uh, yeah, I try to post some things every so often to just kind of bring back that nostalgic feeling for, for, for all right. of us, um, from the nineties, eighties, even stuff from the two thousands and even earlier, just things that I happen to think of to put on there that just could stem a little bit of nostalgia feeling for anybody out there. And it's not just Christmas. Uh, right now I'm doing some Easter stuff and, and as other holidays come, I try to put a little bit in there, but uh, as it comes, I sprinkle other things in. So yeah, go and go and check it out. Yeah, you definitely should. It's fun. It brings me back to when I was a kid, which is one of my favorite things. Yeah. But it's it's just it's reminded me of certain things that I'd forgotten as well, you know. And I I feel like I pretty much know a lot of, you know, 80s and 90s pop culture stuff, but there's things that I'd completely forgotten. It was like, oh yeah, that was awesome. That was one of my favorites. What happened to it? So if you haven't checked them out, go to Holidays Unknown, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Let me just end it by saying uh thanks again. And Easter's delicious tastes, yummy smells, coconut eggs with chocolate shells, colored eggs and paper grass, treats for every lad and lass, rainbow colored jelly beans, reds and yellows, pinks and greens, sweets and treats of every kind. There's no telling what you may find. Molasses, malt and treacle, honey, and best of all, the Easter bunny. And our social media pages, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas and Twitter at Rad Christmas. And if you're feeling like brother getting his Easter surprise, leave us a review on iTunes. Not only does it help us reach more people, but you also get a free sticker. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our brand new website, totallyradchristmas.com, courtesy of Tis the Podcast Elf, Tom Crow. Merry Christmas to all and to all a safe night. Later, dudes. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a podcaster, a lifelong Christmas nerd, and a professional Santa. And I have a Christmas podcast called North Pole Radio. Each week I sit down with a fellow Christmas performer, a fellow Christmas podcaster, or just a fellow Christmas nerd, and talk about all things Christmas. There's a heavy focus on the art of portraying Santa, but we also cover Christmas movies, Christmas songs, Christmas food, and, well, basically anything Christmas. So check out North Pole Radio wherever you download podcasts.